ML Nation, episode 205. Most people, they don't even show up. So if you just show up once a day, you'll, you'll be ahead of most people times a thousand. If you want to be successful, you just have to copy what MLM leaders do. Welcome to MLM Nation, presented by your host, Simon Chan. Where you'll learn strategies, secrets, and inspiring stories from today's top MLM income earners. To be successful, you need coaching. Someone to help you overcome obstacles, give you a kick in the butt, consistent training, and the right support group. Go get a dollar trial to MLM Nation Insider at MLMNationInsider.com. MLM Nation, this is Simon Chan. And before we start, make sure you check out our partner, Networking Times. If you like MLM Nation, you'll love Networking Times. Each issue is packed with amazing stories and trainings just like MLM Nation. Go check it out at MLMNation.net forward slash times. And now here's today's iTunes review of the day. It comes from Sister Miss B from Canada. It says, Simon asks relevant, thoughtful, and useful questions. Thank you, Simon, for founding this program. As a newbie networker, I am finding these interviews tremendously helpful in directing me on casting my vision and what to do on a daily basis. I only found these interviews today, and I really listened to five in one day. I'll be going back to each of these interviews to dig out more nuggets. Keep up this great work, and I look forward to growing leaps growing leaps and bounds by the end of this year. We appreciate you. Cheers. Well, thank you, Sister Miss B. Thank you for the testimonial. For, by the way, I like your handle, Sister Miss B. That is cool. Thank you so much, and uh, glad you're listening to them. And I think one of the, uh, you know, I'm happy, not just you're listening, but you're casting a vision, because your vision is what's going to really take you, propel you. Even during the times of challenges, struggles, you're, it's all about your vision. So, uh, I'm happy to hear that, and also also happy that you're going to go back to each of these interviews to dig out the nuggets, because it does take repeated listening to get them, until you know it so well, you can teach it. Okay, that's a tip for everyone out there. Uh, if you find, you know, and today's episode is going to be really, really good, listen a few times, know it so well, they can teach it, and when you can teach it, then you apply it. So anyway, um, ML Nation, thank you again, Mr. Uh, Sister Ms. B. ML Nation, if this, these shows have helped you in any way, please take one to two minutes, leave a review on iTunes. Okay, let us know how this show has helped you. These reviews mean a lot. All right, and speaking about nuggets and things to apply, you're going to get tons of nuggets there. So you're going to get a notepad, and most of you, if you're listening to this driving, this is definitely an episode you want to listen to two and three times. So let's go to today's guest and special training. ML Nation, this is Simon Chen. I am fired up to bring our special guest today, Jessica Higdon. Jessica, are you ready to make it happen? I am so ready. Thanks for having me on. In the famous book, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, he says that for every successful man, there's always a strong woman behind him. And nothing can be more true. Most of you know her husband, Ray Higdon, who's a top MLM trainer, leader, and was featured on MLM Nation in Episode 3 and one of the all-time most downloaded podcast episodes on MLM Nation. And today... We get to hear from his lovely and talented wife, Jessica Higdon. Now, Jessica is not just the wife of Ray Higdon, though. She's also built a six-figure business within just 18 months just from Facebook prospecting alone. She's a real social media expert, and today she's going to share a lot of tips on how you can use Facebook to grow your business. Aside from being a mom, Jessica teaches other MM distributors how to be what she calls social media recruiting machines. 
So Jessica, I've given ML Nation just a brief intro about your background, but please share more about how you came across network marketing. Yeah, absolutely. And that's exciting stuff about Ray. I'm hoping I can beat him on the most downloadable podcast. <laughs> well, you're definitely better looking than him, so you should do better. Well, thank <laughs> Don't you. Don't tell him that. <laughs> Too bad people can't see me, right? Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Um, yeah, absolutely. I'd love to share a little of my background. I um, I first started in network marketing when I was about 21 years old, and I was working full-time at the makeup counter um, in Nordstrom. Some of you may know that department store. I was going to school full-time as a marketing student, and I was also trying to start my own kind of makeup wedding business. So my time was spread thin, to say the least, and I in no way, shape, or form was looking for another business. However, um, I realized that spending 80, 90 hours a week with everything I was doing wasn't paying off because I was still broke. <laughs> I was still living paycheck to paycheck. Um, you know, Even as a college student, a lot of my friends were in the same boat. So originally, I didn't really think much of it. <clears throat> but as I kind of looked at the path I was taking, I realized that with a degree at that time, um, you know, there wasn't really going to be many job opportunities out there for me, if slim to none, really. I might make eight bucks, 10 bucks an hour. So I really had to, to look and see, okay, what are my options? And network marketing fell into my lap, but I didn't understand it. You know, at first, being a college student, they don't talk about network marketing. Um, I didn't understand it, I didn't really get the model. But I liked that there was opportunity there. So I just kind of signed up on a whim and then, of course, went to my friends and family and they all told me it was a pyramid. And I had no business experience. I had no, really no business friends, no good people to, to ask about it. So I was really beaten down confidence-wise and I, uh, I didn't really know what to do from there. So for about six months, uh, I didn't do anything. I didn't make any money. I didn't get one sign up nothing. And I kind of was working here and there on it, which I feel like a lot of people do. And then, you know, they think they're work working really hard, but they're not really. And so, uh, again, nothing, no results. And so eventually I, I, I remember I was driving in my car and it was about the 10th time that I had to move bills around and borrow money just so I could, uh, pay my bills. And I just, in that moment, made a decision that I had this amazing vehicle in front of me and I was going to use it. And so I started searching online for different trainings or things that I could mentorship people that I could learn from. And I saw that some people had built their business on social media. So I thought, you know what, if they did it, maybe I can give it a try. And I, I actually ended up, um, turning to social media to start building my business. And within 18 months, as you mentioned, just from simply prospecting, learning how people think, learning how to find leaders, I was able to create a, uh, a six-figure business um, just within that that one company within 18 months. So it was really exciting. Um, if you had asked me back then if I'd be doing interviews and being speaking on stages and all that, I would have said absolutely no way. Um, and just the shift that this industry can give you is just amazing. So that's that's pretty much me in a nutshell. So when you discovered uh, social media and start building it, were you like a techie person, uh, online person much, or you were just it was it was totally new to you? 
Great question. Uh, no, I, I, I actually going into it. It's interesting you ask that. I hated Facebook. I hated social media. I thought it was just a stupid place where people would put, you know, what they had for breakfast that day, where nobody cared. I, I was kind of a private person. I didn't really understand it or get it. So when I saw what people were using it for, and they were actually using it strategically. It really opened my eyes to how awesome and powerful it really can be. So, no, I didn't know anything about it. I had to pretty much learn from scratch. You know, it's so funny you said that because it reminds me uh, recently, it, like two weeks ago, it was my uh, eighth, uh, well, the three weeks ago, my eighth year anniversary for my wedding. And the reason I'm sharing that with you, so thank you. The reason I brought that up was because I was I felt the same way. Like my wife was on Facebook. I was like, it's such a stupid thing, you know, but showing <laughs> off. But the only reason I I started my Facebook account because people were asking about pictures. I went to you know one of the most beautiful places in the world, Bora Bora, and then went to the Olympics for my honeymoon. And I was like, oh, the only thing I knew way to say is to share pictures were through Facebook. So I started my Facebook account just to share pictures of my couple of friends, you know, and then. And then it led to all this type of stuff. Um, but it's get, crazy. I know. But getting back to you. So when you start doing the Facebook, what was the main, uh, maybe a aha moment? You realized, oh, so this is how it works. So what was the shift? What was, like a, was there a specific moment where you're learning through it, like a light bulb aha moment? You know, it was honestly when I got my first sign up through, um, you know, through social media, through Facebook, I... I up until that point, I had seen other people do it, but it was still new new to me. I was acquiring a new skill, and you know it takes time to to master anything, and you need to practice and get better at it. So at first, I totally sucked. <laughs> I was terrible. Um, but then, as I kept going, I felt like I was getting better, but it wasn't really solidified in that moment until I got my first sign up, and then I was like, okay, if I did it once, I can do it again. And to date, it's been, you know, hundreds of people, close to 300 people um, via social media. So if you do anything once and it's a system that works for you and you like it and it's built into your daily routine, you better bet you can do it again. So let's go right into the heart of the meat of things, social media. I'm going to ask you, that first person you signed up, was it War Market or Cold Market? Uh, the first person I signed up was actually Cold Market. So how did you meet that person? What did you do? How did you become friends with them? And what if you can walk us through some steps that you did from like a total stranger that was like, it's like a name you clicked on to actually joining your team? Yeah, absolutely. Great question also. Um, so I was obviously a makeup artist and I played tennis. So one thing that I did that I don't think a lot of people take the time to do is I looked for specific types of people to reach out to. Um, back then and even now, people just kind of message people at random. They're just, they want anybody and everybody. I really looked for a certain type of person that was almost like me, someone driven, someone who had the same hobbies I did. So I looked on different um tennis fan pages and makeup fan pages and, and groups to find people and prospect them. And really what I was looking for is someone who was positive, you know, someone who was commenting currently. So they were currently active on Facebook because that's important, right? You want them to message you back and someone who was positive. And sometimes I could even find someone who was talking about, you know, how they wish they had an additional stream of income so they could play tennis or something like that. And I found this one lady 
who um, was talking about how, you know, she loves to play tennis, but her work interfered. And so I thought, okay, that's a perfect person to reach out to. And from there, I added her as a friend. I reached out to her. Um, we, we conversed back and forth, and I just kind of asked her, hey, if I could share with you a way that you could play tennis more, would you be open to that? And she said yes. I mean, again, you can't say the wrong thing to the right person, right? We've all heard that. So she said yes. She, um, I scheduled a time for us to look at the information together. So that's important that you schedule a specific time. And she took a look at it, and she loved it, and she was in. Really good. I'm going to ask you a dig deeper here. Um, so a common question that people ask is when you're engaging, so they walk through your steps, like, uh, you know, you're looking for positive, they show they're commenting, you add as a friend, and then you're engaging. At what point or how long before you actually throw it, invite them to look at something? So do you do it immediately or do you wait for like a week, a month? Because sometimes people feel, oh, I have to develop the relationship forever. How long does it take? So what, do you, what would you suggest? Totally. And that's a big mistake I see people make is they wait too long, right? They don't ask for the sale soon enough. However, there is, you know, that fine line between just spamming someone and also, you know, seeing if there's a need there. It really, there's not a specific answer to that question. It depends on the person. But I'll tell you, as soon if you have the right guiding questions and you see an opening, take it. See, people often see an opening, like someone says, you know, like for instance, that lady said, hey, um, you know, I wish I could play tennis more, but my work's really interfering. Well, that's a perfect opening to offer your product, your service, whatever, and do it in kind of a nonchalant way. Most people, they won't even ask for the sale or they keep going on and on and on and on and they get nervous to get to that point. And that was me. I th- I think that's why I struggled for a little bit in the beginning is because I just wanted to talk with everyone and be friends with everyone and that's all great and wonderful, but at the end of the day, you have to ask for the sale. So my rule of thumb is kind of three messages back and forth. You should be good to go. Um, however, you know, it just varies on the person. If they show interest right away, send it to them right away. If they don't and you need to stroke them a little bit more and kind of learn more about them, then do that. But don't wait, you know, a month or two down the road. Don't waste your time, that much time on one person. You mentioned asking questions to get them open up to find that opening. So what are a couple of questions that uh, you ask? Um, you know, first of all, I always say that one of the first questions you should ask is what they do, unless it's blatantly obvious on their profile, because that opens up a whole new slew of questions that can kind of lead them to where you want them to go. Like, how long have they been doing that? Is it something that they enjoy? Um, a lot of times when you ask someone how long they've been doing it, they say, oh, 10 years. And then you can say, oh, well, you must love it then, huh? And most of the time, <laughs> the answer is, oh, yeah, but not really. And they kind of give you a little meat that you can use, some juicy stuff that you can use to to promote your business. So you're really just fishing for the uh, the problem that they have. And if they don't have one and they love what they do and they're happy in their life and they just don't need your product or service, don't try and push it or force it on them. And do you, when you're messaging back and forth, do you send like a long message uh, with a couple of things or are you actually messaging back and forth like a text message, like a conversation? 
Um, it depends on the person. So some people, they really, and this is something that you kind of learn as you go and something that I teach, is it really depends on the person. Some people are very direct and they don't want to book. Some people, they really feel like you're not connecting with them unless you kind of dig deeper and write a longer message. Um, in general, you know, Facebook isn't really kind of a texting platform unless you're on the chat. If you're on the chat and you're in a live conversation with someone, that's different. But if you're messaging them and they don't see it until later, you know, it's good to get dig a little deeper with people and provide a little story there. These are awesome, awesome nuggets. Um, now, you had mentioned that if they were interested, you see the opening, you, get, you want to look at information together. And I actually highlight the word together. What do you mean looking at information together? What do you mean by that? Yeah, so I like to um, schedule a time. So for instance, for my previous company, it was um, online, online tools. And for a lot of companies today, you have great online tools that you can share. So ours was an online video. So I would make sure to schedule time if I could. Sometimes I could nail them down. Sometimes I couldn't. You know, sometimes I'd throw that Hail Mary pass and, you know, just send them the information if I had a good feeling or whatever. And it's okay to do that. But for the most part, I would look for a time to schedule with them uh, that they would be in front of their computer. I would make sure that I was available as well. If I could get them on the phone first and then say, hey, okay, I'm going to send you something. Take a look at it. You know, if it's, and I'll call you back in 15 minutes. If it's a fit for you, great. If not, no big deal. And um, so I would actually get on the phone with them first or get on Skype with them first, whatever. Send them the information be there kind of waiting for them to get through it and then call them right afterwards. And why is that important for those who don't know? Why is that important? How can you just like send these videos right away? Why do you have to kind of like babysit and hold their hand while they're watching it? Because most people won't watch it. And it's a lot of times it's not even the wrong intention. It's just that people are busy. They have ADD. There's a lot hmm. going on. Their kid falls. You know, they lose their car keys, you name it, and they get distracted and they end up not watching it and you can follow up with them for days. If they're serious or even months, if they're serious, they will schedule that time out with you. And also the people that aren't serious aren't really going to do that. So it kind of weeds out the non-serious people and saves me a lot of time. Yeah, and even those sometimes people who are serious, they, they have good, like you say, you have, they have good intentions, but then like they get a text message or something or something happens, uh, the kid runs in a room and they're distracted. And then, so they feel like they've watched the video, totally. but they're not paying attention. And then they, they, they're like, oh, I got to think about it, right? Here, like as long if you have them on the phone, oh, I feel like, oh, Jessica's with me right now, I feel guilty. I actually would turn off the phone and tell my kid, give me a couple of minutes, let me focus on this. So you, you, by doing this, it's really smart. You're basically getting the serious prospects to really focus on the video. The, like you said, most people have AD&D, but you, they're carving out a couple of minutes to be really focused on the information you send them. Totally, 100%. Um. Let's, you know, you're doing something really amazing. Tomorrow, you are launching, speaking of social media, this is really good stuff. You're launching your first of three amazing free videos for anyone to watch. You're training videos. Can you share a little bit about them? Yeah, um, I'm really excited about this video series. I actually cover the main questions. You know, I've been getting a lot of questions. Um, you know, I have trainings out there and people ask 
pretty much the same main questions every single time. So I took the top three questions that I get all the time, um, one of which, for example, is what do you say when they ask if it's network marketing? Or what's the daily routine I should be using to create some traction and get momentum in my business? Those types of questions, and I answer them point blank for you in a video series. So you have it right there. You can watch it over and over again. You can share it with your team, whatever you, you need to do to make it stick for you. Fantastic resource. So thank you for doing this, Jessica. Thank you for giving back to the MLM community. And uh, MLM Nation listeners, if you want to check out these videos, go to mlmnation.net forward slash social media. Okay, that's one word, mlmnation.net forward slash social media. Uh, check out those videos. And I think you've got a couple others coming up, right? After the first video, you have a, like two or three days later, you have a couple other uh, training videos coming out? Yes, there will be four videos in total. Very, four, wow, okay, very, very cool. So MLM Nation, definitely check that out, mlmnation.net forward slash social media. And we will put that in the show notes as well. Now, going back to your journey, uh, Jessica, again, what would you consider your worst, worst moment in network marketing? Um, I remember it well, <laughs> as I think most of us do. <laughs> um, I was doing everything I was supposed to do. And you, you know when you're kind of working hard and when you're actually working really hard. I mean, I think some people say, I work on my business every day, but they don't actually like just go after it as hard as they can. I was going after it. I mean, I was spending countless hours. I was being productive. I was calling people. I was getting shut down. I was getting rejection. I was prospecting like a fiend on social media. And I was getting signups. But I wasn't where I thought I would be. Um, You know, I feel like every time you have a major breakthrough, you have a major breakdown right beforehand. And so... I knew that something good was coming because I was really, really frustrated. I was getting signups, but I wasn't making the money that I wanted to. I wasn't seeing any duplication, really, and it was all me. So I was exhausted. I was tired. It wasn't paying off for me in that moment. So I literally, I went into my bathroom. I curled up in a ball in the fetal position, and I just bawled my eyes out. (laughs) I was so frustrated, so frustrated. And I just questioned myself, questioned what I was doing, questioned the industry. And finally, you know, actually, I was dating my husband at the time now. Um, and he he came into the bathroom and he was like, what in the world is wrong with you? And I told him, I'm just so frustrated. And I was kind of having a pity party. And he just looked at me and he said, so quit. And he walked out. Hmm, wow. And... <laughs> He knew my personality and knew that would motivate me. And I was like, you know what? I can't quit. What am I going to do? Quit? What's the alternative here? He's right. Like, I have no alternative. This is it for me. So I just went back at it the next day and the next day. And by that fifth day, right after this whole breakdown happened, I found the first major leader in my business. Um, He put $245,000 worth of volume into my business within 45 days. I hit my first $10,000 month. And from there, it just got easier and easier and easier. Wow. So the the lesson is basically just to keep going, right? I like what you said, the major breakdown. Uh, actually, the major breakdown always happens before the major breakthrough. Totally. Really good. Um, um, let, let's talk a little about social media because the stuff you gave was so good. What are some common mistakes that people make in social media? Well, I'll tell you the biggest one that just drives me nuts is when people, they start on this path, and I really think 
you know, this isn't just applicable to social media. It's applicable to really anything. They start on this path of, um, you know, doing their daily routine, prospecting, marketing, whatever they do to get leads for their business and get signups. And then all of a sudden they find something wrong with it, right? It's too simple or it's not working for them after a week. This process is a 12-month model. Anything worth doing is going to take some time. So if you haven't had, you know, your major $100,000 month after a week, don't worry. (laughs) It's not going to happen that quickly for you, especially if you haven't groomed yourself and groomed the people around you for your success, especially if you haven't started with a huge network. You need to build that. You need to build it up. So the biggest mistake I see people make is honestly, they they give up too quickly. Hmm. They just give up. Um, that's the biggest one. I would say another big one is they don't take their profile seriously enough and they don't provide enough value. Now numbers, it is a numbers game. Totally. 100% a numbers game, but you can increase those numbers dramatically if you have a great profile in place. If you take care with your branding and with who you portray on social media. So that doesn't mean lie. That doesn't mean tell people you're someone you're not. It means be vulnerable, you know, take people on the journey with you, but provide value. Maybe do some content, maybe put some inspirational quotes up there. Don't just post all about your business. People will not respond to your messages if you do that. They just won't respond. They won't care about anything you have to say. They want to see that you're someone who actually cares, someone who's giving to the community and who's giving value. What are your thoughts? Here's another common question. What are your thoughts about posting about your company and testimonials on your wall? I think there's a tasteful way to do it. I don't, I'm not necessarily saying you shouldn't do it because I think recognition is very powerful. It provides social proof. Um, it provides, you know, people with, uh, the, the thought that, oh, okay, if that person can do it, I can too. So I like that if it's tastefully done. If you're doing it all the time, it's not going to work. If you do it and create some curiosity with it, it will work. If you just post a a before and after and say, hey, buy these products. They're amazing. Buy them here from me, which is what a lot of people do. (laughs) Right. It's just, it's it's not going to be effective. Create some curiosity. Create a story with it. So, for instance, if Sally just lost 50 pounds and she was a stay-at-home mom and she didn't have much time for herself, tell that story about how Sally, you know, she never was able to get out of the house because of her kids, but she found a great stay-at-home system. She's lost 50 pounds. We're so excited for her. Yay. If you want more information, message me. Something along those lines. But again, only do that about 10% of the time. That's a really, really good tip, uh, creating a story behind the testimony. Because if you're just setting out the testimony or setting a link, that's like a commercial, right? And people become totally. like deaf to that. But when you're creating a story, people remember those stories. And it becomes more personal. And it's like kind of like you said, vulnerable. You're sharing something about someone. It could be yourself or someone. So that adds about a lot of more credibility. And you're providing value at the same time. Yeah, people can relate to it. And that's what's really important is you want to be relatable more than impressive. And trust me, no one's impressed by you putting up a bunch of stuff about your company all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I like that. Be relatable, not impressive. Um Getting back to your story, what would you consider your proudest moment in network marketing? Uh, I mean, definitely that first just leader that I got into my business, that was pretty exciting. Um, the, the second was obviously being recognized on the company stage. I had wanted to be on that stage so badly. I was nervous to be on the stage. 
but I, I was really excited to, to be up there and they gave me that, that big check, you know, that they give when you reach a certain level and a certain rank. And I hit the, the second highest rank in the company and I got this big check and it was like, oh my gosh, it made it all worth it. So that was really, really exciting. Hmm. And I think one thing that impresses me, you are a new mom. You just recently had Sabrina, correct? Yes, little Sabrina. Yeah, and how do you make it happen, being a new mom and still doing all this stuff? What, do you have any routines or time management tips to share? Yeah, so it's a lot harder than I thought it would be. <laughs> yeah, you, realize how, you realize how much, yeah, I'm sure your time management has been proved a hundred times. You realize how much time you used to waste, right? Oh, totally, totally. Um, you know, it, I will say the first three months I got nothing done and I'm okay with that. And if you're a new mom, you should be okay with that. <laughs> um, really close to the first six months, it was really tough to, to make anything happen. But I just live by this mantra and I actually shared this with um, some friends. I, I live by this mantra of one thing a day for my business. It doesn't matter if it's an interview like this or a high-level meeting with people or, you know, creating a piece of content, prospecting five people. One thing a day for my business is more than most people do anyway, let alone, you know, stay-at-home moms. So if I can just get one thing a day done for my business, I'm happy. And the rest of the time I can be present with her and do what she needs to do. And again, most people, they don't even show up. So if you just show up once a day you'll you'll be ahead of most people times a thousand. Talking about the industry, uh, the profession that we're marketing, also social, uh, more specifically about social media, um, you've been teaching social media for a couple of years now. How have you seen social media change and how it affects network marketing? Well, it's definitely gotten more challenging um, to to message people on Facebook for sure. You know, they, they've seen a lot of people that have abused the system um, so, you know, that's, that's brought up some challenges, although up until very recently, um, you know, I've been using this system for years and years and years. So it still works. It still works on many different social media sites. Um, you just have to be a little more strategic. So that's one thing, you know, you have to know how to get around the Facebook guidelines and, and how to make it so that you're not getting banned or anything like that. And once you get in the groove, it's actually very simple and very easy. Um, and you stand out because not a lot of people even put in the time or patience to do that. So it's actually a good thing. Um, also, people, as I had mentioned earlier, are becoming more and more ADD. Images are more important now, you know, just making people understand that, understand your message right away. That's very important. And you can do that through imaging and, and different things. Videos, people love videos, you know, like live videos, things like that. They want to connect with you. They want a connection because the internet has become so much more about just making the sale, right? So all those things incorporated in social media is what we teach. And, and that's why we teach it because people don't change, People don't change. Social media is changing drastically, but people don't. So anything that you can do to create more of a connection is super valuable to people. And they're just, it's pretty awesome that they're just making it easier and easier to do that. Like I said, through video and, and other resources. Yeah, you brought up a good point. It's, it is getting harder because more people are playing in the game. Uh, but the good news is, like most people, they don't change. They're not going to do what it takes. Like you said, they don't even do the one thing to grow their business. So it actually weeds out a lot of like the, you know, the fakers. And so sure. if you're really serious about it, you can really do well. And, and so that's why ML Nation, definitely check out Jessica's videos. 
Uh, there's four videos coming up starting tomorrow. Tomorrow will be July 19th. Okay, today's July 18th in the U.S. U.S. July 19th. Jessica comes out with those videos. Uh, go to mlnation.net for slash social media. You definitely want to be in a loop what's changing and what's, uh, what's working right now. Um, one more question about social media is, do you focus on a lot of platforms? I know you're a super Facebook expert. Uh, do you do other platforms as well? And what's your advice for distributors? Yeah, I've done um, I've done LinkedIn. I've I've done some heavy prospecting on LinkedIn for sure. I'm just getting into Snapchat. I was against Snapchat forever. <laughs> <laughs> I finally get it. I'm on it, uh, but I haven't really done a lot there. But I know that it's great for prospecting for sure, especially the younger generation. Uh, but with LinkedIn, you know, the language there is really more direct. There's more professionals, and you can um, you can search for very, very specific targets. So you can search for someone in a specific area with a specific profession. That's what I really like about it. You can do that with Facebook too, but it's not as fine-tuned. All you have to do is go up to the top in LinkedIn at the advanced search, and um, and you're all set to go. And like I said, they're more professional, so you can be a little more direct. And if you want to, you can bring them onto a, um, you know, a, another platform like Facebook once you make that connection to take it a step further. But I used LinkedIn to build um, an international team. And the reason I use LinkedIn is because you can geographically target, which I really like that about it. Want to know the best places to find new prospects in a new city? What places to advertise and find leads? As an MLM Nation Insider member, you can get How to Find Prospects in a New City course and all my other training courses for free. Normally, these courses sell for $47 on our website, but all ML Nation Insider members have free access anytime. You definitely want to be an Insider member. Go take a dollar trial and check it out at www.mlmnationinsider.com. That's mlmnationinsider.com. Awesome. Hey, Jessica, you've been awesome. Some really quick questions as we pick your brain, and we're going to wrap up the show. These could be shorter answers, okay? Sure. Uh, so the first question, uh, actually, before I ask the first question, I have to ask this on the show. How, because a lot of the listeners are wondering, is how did you meet Ray or Ray meet you? Who signed up who? <laughs> <laughs> um, he signed up me, okay? He may tell a different story. <laughs> uh, I met him. I was actually, um, I was just getting out of my makeup career. And as I was transitioning, building my you know network marketing business and um, transitioning to a different field, I started working at an insurance company just to make ends meet. And he came in to he knew some of the owners and he knew a mutual friend in the office. And so we started just hanging out from there. Um, actually, that day I was supposed to um, I wasn't supposed to come into the office, but they called me in early, and that's the day that he came into the office. Very cool. Very, very cool. Uh, so a couple quick questions to pick your brain. First one is, what is one of your favorite success quotes that motivates you? Oh, my gosh. There's so many. That kind of hit me on the spot there. Um, let me think about this for a minute. My favorite success quotes. Um, enjoy the journey. Enjoy the journey. That's, um, that's been a big one. Just I constantly think about that, you know, because there'll be a lot of frustrations in your business. So it is a journey, not a destination. And that's that's a big one for me. What is one habit that's helped you become successful? Um, I mean, consistency, bar none. 
Do you have any, because uh, I'm a big ha- fan of habits and routines. Do you have a specific rut- prospecting routine or morning routine that gives you that consistency? Well, I used to before I had the baby. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like once you have once you have the baby, you realize there's no such thing as time freedom because exactly <laughs> because with the baby, only the baby has freedom. You were slaves right. to the baby, right? But you should have tons of time flexibility. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And you know, I would say before really getting into mommyhood, and e- even still, you know, I have somewhat of a routine. It was getting a piece of content out and prospecting at least twenty people. And that means just making a connection. That's what I did day in, day out. And that was just making the connection, whether they were excited, weren't excited, negative, whatever. I just wanted to build my network. Hmm. And uh, who takes care of Sabrina when she wakes up in the middle of the night? You or Ray? <laughs> that would be me. That would be me <laughs> there you for go. the past eight and a half months. <laughs> uh, Ray, ha- Ray has it easy. Uh. Yeah, he's got it so easy. He's got it so easy. <laughs> Um, and I, have to, I, I mean, I'm laughing because I have it easy too. My wife is waking up for our third son, so I'm in raise. Uh, I'm in the raise ballpark right there. Good for her. Good for her. You need to go buy her some flowers or something. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell her you said that. Okay. Hey, what's the best piece of advice you ever received, Jessica? Okay, this is a great, a great one. So I was. Um, it actually came from a video. I was listening to a video of one of my favorite mentors. And she said, just the minute that her business changed, she was actually interviewing Richard Branson. And he kind of turned it around on her and asked her, what was the what was the moment your business changed? And she said, the minute my business changed for the better and really took off was the minute I realized it was okay to be myself. Hmm. What's a favorite prospecting tool you use? So say you have someone that is you met on Facebook, uh, they're, they're a qualified prospect. You still send that video link, or would you do a webinar or a Zoom meeting or Skype one on one? What do you prefer? Um, I really like sending a video. Um, for me, it's duplicable and it's easy, and it's already there, done for you. If you don't have one, you can always create one. Um, but I really like doing a, sending a video and occasionally live webinars. So if you do live webinar once a week, you know that's that's good too. Do you, um, do you have a favorite online resource like a Dropbox or Evernote or favorite app on your phone that you could recommend? Um, recommend for like a prospecting tool? Or anything like a productivity tool or something that helps you uh, – helps basically lets you run your business and be more productive. Um, I mean ma- mainly I use, I use the calendar app on the phone. Um, there's one that we use for our business called Trello that I really like. And it's not, it's definitely not for everyone. Um, but it's a great kind of time management tool. And if the smaller your business is, I think the easier it would be to use. It's called Trello. Not too many people know about it. And it's a great time, time management app too. But for regular like prospecting and stuff, I just use the, the I just use my online calendar on my phone. What's one book that you could recommend? Um, I, okay, this is going to kind of be out of left field, but I really, really like the book Money by Tony Robbins. And the reason I love that book is because as a profession, I don't think we're taught enough how to manage and keep our money and, you know, save on taxes and different things. And that book really opened my eyes to that. So once you make the money, I think it's good to kind of create that vacuum of what you're going to do with it. And that book really helped me. 
And ML Nation, I know you love audio because you're listening to the show. So if you haven't read it, you can get an amazing free audiobook at MLMNationBook.com. That is MLMNationBook.com. Now, Jessica, here's the last question, the million-dollar question. Are you ready? I am ready. I think so. <laughs> here's the million-dollar question. I'm going to give you a twist. Imagine you had to start all over again, and you knew no one. So you didn't know, you didn't even know Sabrina. You didn't know Ray. You didn't know any of your friends and family, your contacts, your downlines. But yet all your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom. What's the first thing you do to find prospects or the first place you'll go to find prospects and build an ML business from scratch? Great question. Well, the first place I would go um, would absolutely be social media. That would be the first thing. I would pick up my computer and I'd go to Facebook, I'd go to LinkedIn, and I'd start reaching out to people. Um, the second place I'd go would be to a networking event. Um, but the first place I'd go would absolutely be Facebook. And which part, what groups in Facebook would you go to first? Um, well, I mean, it depends of in, on if the question is saying, okay, you have your current hobbies. Yeah, <laughs> um, well, yeah, with your current I hobbies. I would definitely, yeah. I would definitely. Oh, okay, so I have my knowledge, I have my hobbies. Um, I would absolutely go to uh, different tennis groups and I would go to like um, positive groups. So um, think, uh, think and Grow Rich, The Secret, things like that. I would go in and find people that have my similar thinking. Um, and then also one thing that I didn't mention but I would do is I would do some Facebook Lives to start getting people um, you know, to see my stuff and start getting people looking at what I'm doing. Hey, Jessica, you have been amazing. You've been so awesome. Thank you for sharing your valuable time. Uh, any last words or advice? And then what's the best way our listeners can connect and contact you? Um, last words of advice is just keep on going. I know at this point, no matter where you are in your business, it may seem like a struggle, but trust me, it's worth it. And, uh, there, there is no other alternative. We have the best way possible. So that's my last minute advice. Um, you know, for, for more information, definitely hit up mlmnation.net forward slash social media. That's going to be the best place, um, to get some, some ongoing training and some, some new stuff as well. So, I know you had mentioned that website before. I think that's a great place for people to go. MLM Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today, you've been hanging out with Jessica Higdon. So keep up the momentum and go to MLMNation.net. Just type in Jessica, J-E-S-S-I-C-A at the search bar. And the show notes and all the nuggets of wisdom, all the, uh, the videos that Jessica talked about, the links, all the stuff that she talked about will be right there. In order to be successful in network marketing, you must help others. So, Jessica, thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. We're grateful to you, and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much again, Jessica, and God bless you. Thank you, Simon. Appreciate you. Want to know how to prospect more confidently and speak with influence? As an ML Nation Insider member, you get my Speak to Influence course, along with 17 other training courses for free. These courses are normally $47, but with your dollar trial, you get all of them for free for seven days. Go check it out at MLMNationInsider.com. Again, that's MLMNationInsider.com. Hey, MLM Nation, this is Simon Chan, an amazing show from Jessica Higdon, the woman behind Ray Higdon, the top MLM training leader. So there you have it. Really good stuff. Go to, um, first of all, go check out her video uh, tomorrow. It comes out July. So it depends on when you're listening to this. It comes out July 19th in the U.S. That's a Tuesday. Uh, go to mlnation.net forward slash social media.
Okay, MLNation.net forward slash social media. Uh, awesome videos, great, yeah, just really good stuff. Uh, if you like the show, what you listen to, it'd be really uh, other good tips and mistakes. I mean, uh, unfortunately, we couldn't go. Uh, we could actually talk for three, six hours about it, but go check out the videos. Uh, you get a lot of value there. And thank you, Jessica, for giving, giving, giving. Uh, a couple of real quick tips on uh, the recap here is, uh, number one, you know, in terms of how do you engage with people on social media, find people. You have to know what people who you're looking for. I think that's a great tip. A lot of people just try to find anyone on, on social media. I mean, there's a billion people on Facebook. Just let's, talk, let's just talk about Facebook alone, right? There's a billion people. So it's hard. Find someone who's the easiest way to connect. You know, you talk about the connectivity, right? How to build a connection. Talk about using Facebook Live to do a connection, messaging people, the putting stuff on your Facebook wall that builds a connection. Is you want to add people that are similar to you. That you know, you got to know the person you want to attract, right? So positive. Number two, uh, you want to show that they're commenting. To show them they're active. Three is then you add them. Third step, add them as a friend. So the first step is go find out what you like. And Jessica talked about it. She obviously is a very big tennis fan. She'll go and join a tennis group. For you, it may be yoga. For you, maybe a book club. Or maybe you like to do um, you know, video games. Or whatever it is, find things you have common with people. All right? Join that group, and then you want to see who's commenting a lot. And if you go to groups, you normally see a lot of times the same people commenting a lot because they're the active ones, right? The ones who are not the active, they're probably either joining a group just as a favor, they forgot out of, forgot, forgot it, or they're not act that that hardcore about that activity or whatever. So you, you want if you have you want to save time, you can avoid those. So focus on the ones who are active, uh, commenting a lot. Add them as a friend, and then engage. Right, ask them questions, and it could be simple as you know. She talked about a rule of three, three messages back and forth. So, what do you do, right? And if you've been actively commenting on the group, providing value, it's not that awkward to be messaging people because tr- chances are they will probably know or see your name as well, right? Because you're commenting back in these groups, providing value. So, a couple questions that she asks: What do you do? And that opens up a lot of things. So, you can ask them: How long have you been doing this? Do you like it? You must like it a lot, right? And you're always looking for that opening, and you take it. So I think a mistake that she talked about a lot of distributors make is if you wait too long. Like, oh, do I have to wait six months to build a relationship then? No, just ask for opening, and then you go in there and you take it. Um, and another big golden nugget is you want to look at information together. I think we mentioned this on a couple of shows. I think Kevin Marino earlier has shared that too as well. Because if you send a video, people have AD&D. There's too many things to look at. Just look at Facebook. There's Facebook Live, Facebook videos. They have emails, right? So if you send a link, it's not like they do, they're not interested or they're just being jerks or this you. No, it's because they have too much going on. So two, two things. Watch it two together, right? If I have being on the phone with them or just promise to call them right afterwards. Uh, because even, like I said, I shared on the show, even if they're serious, if they feel that you are gonna, you're right there, right? They'll be more, they'll feel bad if they let ADD or distractions get in the way. Right? And a lot of time, you know, your video could be five minutes long, company of seven minutes or three minutes. It could be the most important part. And then the kid walks in the room. And, and why I say that? Because it happens to me, right? Or the dog's barking, waking up the baby. Oh, what's going on? Or uh, text messages come up or someone's at the door, right? So you got to make sure that the person's paying attention. So that's a really good tip there. Look at the information together. A uh, couple other mistakes if for social media is the 12 months model. Right? You, 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 this is a long-term thing, just like networking. Long-term giving, 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 providing value. Most people give up too quickly. 
And in terms of giving up, your major, I love this quote, your major breakthrough is always after your major breakdown. So if you have like a major breakdown, that means your breakthrough is happening. It goes very similar to my favorite quote. You know, when I was on episode 157, one of my favorite quotes is, the temp- is from a Chinese proverb, the temptation to quit is greatest when success is right around the corner. So if you've never been tempted to quit, if you never, I feel like you've never hated the business, regret, hey, you haven't worked hard enough. And you know, Jessica, she gave a great um, image of like she was in the bathroom, bawled in there, crying, sobbing, you know, and, and then Ray asked him, hey, why don't you just quit? And then she started thinking about alternative things. There's no way she can quit. And then she kept going. And then within, right afterwards, she got her first big-time leader there. Um, other, you know, things to do, tips from social media, right? I don't, you know, people don't take this profile serious enough. Like, they put in all, like, if you're in a health company, you know, it doesn't mean you have to be a health nut, but, you know, doing all this, under, you know, posting pictures. I've seen this happen to someone who's in the health company, go out there and getting, you know, taking a picture of the buffalo wings, fried wings, eating it and, show, and showing it off. I mean, that's not a really, you know, consistent <laughs> message you're sharing out there. So please be consistent. Now, I'm not saying you can't eat wings, right? But if you do, don't be posting it on there. Because your close friends, they know that, hey, we all eat that type of stuff once in a while, right? I eat that stuff once in a while, but but someone who's not doesn't know you, who's just checking out you the first time and see, oh, you're doing a health company, but you're posting eating buffalo wings, chi- fried chicken wings, deep fried wings. What type of message? They're not going to take you too seriously, right? So be careful what you're posting. Um, another thing is be vulnerable. Share your mistakes. Share your not just your victories. Share your struggles because your struggles are what people feel a better connection with. Your struggles are what uh, people feel like you know. She shared. Connection, the relatability. You know, I had this highlighted. Be relatable, not impress. Aim to relate, not to impress. Because even when you try to impress people, people feel that it's just like you're a commercial. Like, you know, posting all this stuff about your company and testimonials. It, it, maybe once in a while you can create curiosity, but it can't be a commercial. And Jessica shared a great tip. Create a story around it. Instead of just sharing the before and after pictures, what's the whole story? Take the time. Yeah, it may take you 10, 15 minutes. Write a paragraph. Yes, take the time to share that story. Trust me, it will be much, much better than just like a quick, uh, you know, like a kind of a commercial type of thing, a link. Um, couple, well, three more things here is uh, create a connection, be super valuable, and do one thing a day, right? No matter how busy you are, do one thing a day for your business. It's like Darren Hardy talks about a compound effect. If you do get a little bit better, you don't need to get a lot better, just maybe 1% better and you build on that, every day your business will grow or grow and grow. And the last thing is, uh, I like the way she shares social media. Social media is getting harder, more people involved, but at the same time, so Facebook's changing fast. It's changing fast and people, it was an aha moment. It was an aha moment for me too. People don't like to change. So if you don't change, and things around you in the world, just like the world's changing, Facebook's changing, you need to know what's going on. You need to constantly adapt. And it's just, so the good news is it weeds out people who are like the fakers, but the ones who are really serious, you really get to stand out. And that's, that's philosophy too. You want things hard, by the way. Because when it's hard, that means most people are not going to do it. So when you do it, you'll be super, super successful because you stand out. So, yeah, I mean... Um, to get more of this great episode, make sure you connect with Jessica. Go to mlmnation.net forward slash social media. Get mlmnation.net forward slash social media. Connect. Her video comes out and reach out to her. Uh, check out the videos. Really good stuff. And if you like this show and episodes, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. They mean a lot to not just me, but to the team, but also helps other distributors find the training. So please leave a review on iTunes and sh- also share this with the MLM community. Anyway, That's it. 
Well, I'm like overwhelmed here. Not I shouldn't say overwhelmed, just wowed. Okay, that's a better word. Wowed by the amazing training by Jessica. Thank her. And uh, go out there, mlnation.net, forward slash social media, connect with her. And thank you for listening. Thank you for being a network marketing professional. And remember, we're in the business to help others. So go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all. Thank you so much for joining us today on MLM Nation. Head over to MLMNation.net for full recaps of every show, our training articles, and helpful resources. Your MLM success is waiting for you. So prepare to take off.